Prish, you're a big fan of hand clothing, the streetwear brand, aren't you? I sure am. I love my hand clothing lilac graphic print sweater and of course my colourful beanie hats for all the bad hair days. I think you and Luke McHugh are the first people I noticed wearing hand pieces um, a good few years back. Trendsetters. Hand clothing have an unreal studio and store in the Craft Village in Derry. All premium items are handmade and embroidery is done locally. The two-tone fleece block colour tops and beanies in particular are stunning. They do beanies for babies too, don't they? Uh, I love the whole minimal vibe of their streetwear. Um, I'm a huge fan of the Han Instagram account as well, at Han Clothing Official, where founder Hannah shows a lot of the creative process and the realities of business ownership. The Han logo and font is quite iconic and the clothes are really good quality. I've had my hand bits for years. It's great to support a cool brand that's actually designing and making pieces in Ireland as well. I need to pop online or visit the store. Yes, as I say, there's a boutique in Derry in the Craft Village open Thursday to Sunday, 10 to 5. Or you can buy online at www.handclothing.co.uk. And that's H-A-N. Hello and welcome to episode 40 of No Other Crack Podcast. <laughs> lordy, lordy. Look, Look who's 40. 40. <laughs> That's crazy that we've done 40. I know. My goodness. I have no concept of time. Sure, I'm only after realising it's three years since the start of COVID. I know, yeah. Well, I mean, COVID just knocked time on its head, didn't it? Yeah, it did indeed. But yeah, I can't believe we've done 40 episodes. Hmm. Ooh. So anything to fact check from last week? I don't think there was. No. No. Um, Although I did notice when I was listening back. Is it, you were saying about the herbal wine. Yeah. It's hippocus. How do you pronounce it? Oh, I don't know. Oh, no, I just thought that could be two different things. Oh, I thought it was a whole Chipotle situation. Oh, maybe it could be two completely different botanicals i don't even know what you said Mm. but i was listening to it and i was like have i been saying that wrong my entire life no must fact check that then darren could you fact check that (laughs) what's in the herbal wine because we had hoped to taste test but we've not done so thus thus far well there's a bit of competition i'll mention in world wide web no competition in my eyes but um have you watched much this week I actually have watched a lot this week. Well, I'm glad because... (laughs) You have not? (laughs) No, I've just... I've done dirty on the TV guide, but... Yeah. Well, you're too busy. Too busy living. (laughs) 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 I had a couple of days off and Darren was gigging a bit, so I managed to binge a little bit. I won't talk about all of it, actually. I'll have to try and summarize. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But one of the things I started watching and I'm really enjoying is a show on Netflix called Beef. I was going to start it. Mm. And then when you hear what I started in comparison, you'll be like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> well, so are you enjoying it? Yeah. So There's a lot of hype over it. Here. Yeah. I mean, right. I actually found a good review of it that I kind of agree with. So 
yeah, I'm enjoying it and I think it's absolutely hilarious. But it's it's got one hundred percent rotten tomatoes and I certainly now I'm only like three episodes in, two episodes in. And I don't know if I'd agree with that just yet, but it is really entertaining. Is there ten episodes or how many episodes? Uh, yeah, I think there's gonna be ten. Yeah. Um and it's so hard to describe the genre because it's it's like a dark, dark comedy, but it's also kind of a thriller. Oh. Um but it's like it's it's oh right so it's basically two characters they're both east east asian americans um one the the woman um she's like really affluent or whatever the two main characters and am i sorry for interrupting there mm-hmm. but am i right in saying is the girl from yeah emily and paris in it oh wait yes okay. ashley park is in it yes because i thought i seen her on one of the thumbnails of the episodes when i was him and Holland. Yeah, she's in it. And then Ali Wong, you know, from Always Be My Maybe. Yes. She's in it as well. Um, and let's look up the other actor's name. He was in The Walking Dead. He's the other protagonist. Is he from The Walking yeah. Dead? Yeah, yes. Stephen Yeun, doesn't he? Yeah, Darren might fact check that for me. Um, Stephen Yeun. Stephen Yeun and Ali Wong and Ashley Park. Okay, they're all in it. And mm-hmm. um, basically... Ali's character is this like really rich woman. She's kind of like a Gwyneth Paltrow type person. She's this minted influencer. Um, Did she have a ski accident? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, she like makes all this fancy pottery and different stuff and sells it. Like she's a li- lifestyle creator. Um, and then the other guy, he's like this construction handyman type person who's trying so hard to make ends meet and make money to bring his parents back from Korea to America so that they can retire in California. So he's like really struggling along in his own way and she's like affluent, but her Mm -hmm. life's quite hard as well because she's working really hard, but she's not getting to enjoy her life, her big rich fancy life. She's grafting. Yeah. So basically, the, these two characters don't know each other at all, but they get in a road rage incident, okay. which creates a beef that just is escalating and escalating. It's That's crazy. That's the name. Yeah, and it's so, like, the end of the last episode, I just couldn't stop laughing. But it wouldn't be laugh out loud throughout or anything. It just has funny, smart moments. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure if I fully subscribe to the hype, but I am enjoying it. So That's Beef on Netflix. Um... The other thing we're obviously watching is Succession, and I will say very, very little, only just that I'm shook by the most recent episode. It was probably the best episode of Succession there ever was. Well, it's up there anyway. That there ever was. Um, it's the last series at the minute too, so like again, it's escalating. The storylines are just all really escalating, and it was great. Um and then I watched my third and last show that I'll mention <laughs> is this show, um, fuck, what do you call it? The Flat Chair. So it was a book that I'd read and then they made a 10 part show about it. <coughs> on this Param- seems to be a common theme with you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, uh, it's on Paramount Plus and since we had to subscribe to Paramount Plus to watch Yellow Jackets, I thought, oh, I'll watch The Flat Chair. And it's very good and it's been compared to Emily in Paris. It's that kind of a vibe. It's really like pretty and light. Okay. And actually, oh, not that you probably won't like it actually because you know the way. If you Why, see some pretty and light? No, because well, there's a character in it who's like a palliative care nurse. Mm-hmm. And Go on. And uh, it's the male character in it. Um, 
And then I was just thinking, like, I I find Emily in Paris really annoying because I'm like, if only marketing was like that. Oh. <laughs> and you might maybe think that his it makes depiction, me want to watch it now. Yeah, I would say his depiction's fairly bang on because it was reminding me of different things you would say. Kind of like it was fairly practical what he was doing and all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was reading an article in The Guardian saying that people hate seeing their career depicted on screen because it's never quite accurate. Okay, yeah. Well, that's fair enough. So I'd be interested to hear what you think. It's called The Flat Chair. And the book is also very good. Interesting. Yellow Jackets. Have you yeah. watched the episodes in it? So far? Yeah, we're up to date, Darren, aren't we? With Yellow Jackets. Yeah. I'm, I'm Are you not. up to date? I tried to watch the first episode. I swear to God, when we move into the new house. Just have <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna binge have a week of so TV. many things. But, um... I tried to watch the first episode and I just couldn't get into it mainly because of my Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, if you have to buffer the TV show, that's frustrating. Yeah. So, but I will, I must get up to it. And are you enjoying it so far? Yeah, loving it. It's getting a wee as bit good as the first season. Like, I wouldn't say it's as good as the first season for me yeah. just yet. It's getting, do you know, even like with Lost and Game of Thrones and things, it's getting a bit too woo-woo. Like, I like the real stuff. Okay. I'm not really into the ghosty, magic-y stuff. Yeah. Well, speaking of Yellow Jackets, mm-hmm. I can actually link into what I did start watching. Oh. Or should I say, start re-watching. <laughs> oh my God, don't tell me you're back watching Lost no. Or <laughs> I just wanted to know, did they ever get off the island? <laughs> I can't even remember. It was that shite when it ended. <laughs> No, I give I give up on last altogether. But I started watching How to Get Away with Murder. Oh yeah. Have you no. have you watched that before? What? I know, I know, because you always used to recommend it ages ago. So and it's re- been on the list for a long time. The reason I started watching it was I just wanted something easy to watch that I could come in and watch an episode and a bit of familiarity with it uh-huh. but there's six seasons of it and when I watched it before I never watched the sixth season mm. so I was like I'll just start it again for the beginning but it's amazing now re-watching it the girl who plays the young Misty in Yellow Jackets she was actually in an episode ah, no you know way. the way you notice yeah, yeah yeah and I was looking away at her and I was like she doesn't look as wild isn't Misty young Chris that's yeah. Christine Ricky. Yeah. Yeah. Or Richie. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't remember. <laughs> so yeah, she was in an episode. But if anybody hasn't watched How to Get Away with Murder, there's 90 episodes. 90. Oh, geez, it is from good. Shonda Rhimes, the mm, maker of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Scandal. Scandal. Loved Scandal. Yeah. It is 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I, I think I would give it a five, five ripe tomatoes. Ripe tomatoes, ripe avocados. Oh. I just, I just Five. love it. Right, I definitely need to give it a go. Now, there's times you're watching it. It's very... Like, Grey's Anatomy. I, I didn't even binge Grey's Anatomy. But mm. How to Get Away with Murder. There's times you're watching it. Like, they make it very obvious. Say if something happens, you don't have to go back in your own memory and say, it was that. They show every flashback. Oh, that's, that's helpful. So that's, I think, why I like it. Mm. And it's just... There's a lot of twists and turns. Some of it is predictable, some of it not. Mm-hmm. So it's Viola Davis is. Oh uh, yes, I was thinking there was somebody very. Yeah, um, she's now an EGOT. Um, so she's a defense attorney and she's doing lectures, and then she 
kind of hires is it six students? I don't know, a few students. Mm-hmm. And then there's all these twists and turns. Mm. No, I will. I promise I will watch it. Yeah. It when is you start Ted Lasso, I'll start it. Oh, <laughs> challenge accepted. <laughs> so I'm dying to get to season six now because I was like, whatever did happen? Oh, I love that. Rewatching something good when you're. Yeah, because you it's years. Things about. Yeah, it's years since I watched it and I did forget loads of twists. And I was like, who done that? <gasps> and I was shocked. Mm. Um, the other thing I was going to mention then, Obsession, that I mentioned last week, mm. is now trending. So mm. I haven't started watching it yet, but that is on my list to watch. And is it trending for good reasons? Yeah. I presume so. Can yeah, it be trending I, for bad? I read a really bad Guardian review, <gasps> but sometimes those Guardian reviews are like, over clickbait yeah and it's like the journalists nearly more like trying to make a name for themselves by slating something that's popular with viewers Mm -hmm. so i'm thinking it probably actually is good well i'll reserve all comments yes until i watch it report back please i will um i think there's only four episodes in it oh right okay so far but um i will watch it now this week it's on my list the other thing then the door's locked (laughs) (laughs) Obsession. <laughs> the other thing I was going to mention then was the Barbie movie. We've been speaking about it, all the marketing and yes. propaganda with it. Like, could the? I don't think they could have got anyone better than Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling to play Ken and Barbie. I know. Who else would you cast? I don't know. We were discussing this before, Darren. Did we think that Ryan Gosling was weird for Ken? Was it us that we he looks? Asked? He looks kind of strange in his eyes but did you watch there's two trailers and i thought he was very good in them like yeah he's funny he's funny yeah yeah you know i can't wait to watch it and i'm loving all that you know as you were saying today you can go and make your meme and everything oh yeah this barbie (laughs) Mm. but like the fact that they went to the effort of setting up a whole website to because you had shared the one with Gwyneth Paltrow on it. Mm-hmm. This Barbie about something about skiing. I thought it was funny. There's um, I have some funny, not funny, but interesting trivia about the Barbie movie as well. Oh, um, does any involve the director? No, because I just read this evening. So Greta Gerwig is the director, mm. but she also directed Lady Bird in 2017 yeah. and Little Women mm-hmm. in 2019. And she's amazing. quite young as well. Couldn't tell you what age she yeah, is. Like she's in her thirties anyway. Mm. Um, well, speaking of directors that oh. are also in the movie, um, have you ever heard of Emerald Fennel? What's no. her name? Is that a vegetable? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she's actually an actress and a dire- <laughs> the director of a movie that I loved, actually, Promising Young Woman. Do you watch that? I as did well, watch didn't it. You? Yeah. Who's in it? Um, oh, Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan. Yeah. So Emerald Fennel is the one who directed this movie, and I think she was might have been in it as well. Um, and she was in Call the Midwife. Did you ever watch Call the Midwife? God, episodes. Oh, I need to remember her name now. Um, but anyway, she plays a Barbie that was really, really controversial at the time. So it only came out for a limited time. Oh, and. It's an Irish Barbie with red hair that's pregnant called Midge. 
<laughs> yeah. Midge. So what is this? It's, yeah, this Barbie, she's Midge. Um, so I just was reading a thing going, for those who don't know this, Midge is an important part of Barbie history. She was sold pregnant and caused huge controversy because parents were saying she was promoting teen pregnancy. Jeez. Um, but she actually wasn't, like, because she was married to an Alan doll in the Mattel Barbie. Was lore. Alan Irish, was he? No, Alan wasn't. He's played by Michael Sarah in the movie. He's Alan. Oh. Uh, he's like a red-haired Ken counterpart. in the trailer, yeah. So Mattel announced that Midge was expecting a baby girl and released a version of the doll that allowed you to pop off Midge's pregnant belly and find a baby curled up inside it. <laughs> the company argued the doll could be a totally not awkward teaching tool for families. Though we <laughs> should note that's not how babies actually emerge from human bodies. <laughs> so Walmart customers in particular were none too pleased with the pregnant doll um, and it was pulled from the shelves. But a lot of these Midge. dolls from Barbie folklore are brought back and they're in this movie. So like, it'll be kind of cool to see some of these Barbies that were really super limited or controversial. Did you have Barbies? Yeah, oh God, yeah. I, see, I didn't have, I had Cindy dolls. Oh. I don't know, was Cindy like a, <laughs> a discount store? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I'd say she was everybody's dearest Barbie. I don't know where she was from. Where are you, Frey? Yeah, I should know the Sunday backstory. I used to know a lot about dolls. Oh, really? Yeah, so it would be more of a Cindy girl now than a Barbie mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, so yeah, that's Mitch. all the crack with TV Guide. Yes. Oh, one last thing I was just going to mention about TV Guide. Did you see that there's going to be a Harry Potter um, TV <laughs> series coming out? No. Yeah, on HBO Max. They're going to have Harry Potter... TV series, so it's going to be ten episode series based on all seven books, oh. with like whole new cast and J.K. Rowling's an executive producer. They I haven't cast it yet that. or anything, or there's no release date, but it's officially been commissioned. That, how many bizarre, episodes will be in that? There'll be more than ninety, more than how to no, get away. No, it's going to be ten for each, each one book. for each book. Yeah, so it'll be like so. Obviously, that's seventy. Oh. Mm. I don't know. It'll be. I'll watch it. I would say, but I don't Every, know how. All seventy. Yeah. Well, if it's decent, but it's HBO, so it's going to be good. It will be good. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel Radcliffe is just Harry Potter, though. I know. Like, who the heck are they going to get to play Harry Potter? It'd probably be some unknown, mm, up definitely. and coming actor. <laughs> I would say because they're obviously they're going to have to start out very young. You know, because Harry Potter was like twelve. Oh, yeah, are they going to the grow books? with the? Are they going to grow with the seasons? Yeah, it must. Mm. Yeah, or will it be like um, the Crown, where they keep recasting or something? <laughs> That's yeah. quite exciting. So when is that going to come out? Uh, there's no release date yet, mm. but they've just announced that it's happening. Jeez, it's happening. Mm-hmm. So yes, that's all the TV guide, of which there was a lot. <laughs> so World Wide Web. <laughs> I found this very strange. Did you hear about the new product, Delola? No. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Delola is a ready to enjoy cocktail by JLo. Oh my gosh. Oh, wait, I heard that she brought out a cocktail. Yeah. So, mom actually told me this. 
there was huge backlash over this because J-Lo has, Jennifer Lopez, has said so many times that she doesn't drink. Mm -hmm. Like in 2016, she said, I don't drink, smoke or have caffeine. It wrecks your skin as you get older. Yeah, and like, you know, you remember that because she looks fantastic for mm -hmm. her age too. So you're always like, oh, it's because she's so clean living. Yeah. So (laughs) there was a few quotes from when she released it. I just found it so strange because, and then Ben Ben Affleck is a recovering alcoholic. Mm. So it just doesn't really make sense from a brand point of view. So J-Lo, the product inspired by her little known nickname, Lola, which she described to be her more playful, carefree side. So this is what J-Lo said. She is part, she is the part of me that lets loose. And then I was wondering, does she know Paddy Losty? Because the next statement. (laughs) (laughs) When she goes out, she does go out of heart. (laughs) When year? This was her next statement. She doesn't come out all that often, but when she does, she goes hard. <laughs> oh my God, she ripped that off, Patty Losty. Like, where, where do you get it off? <laughs> Lola Losty? Yeah, Lola Losty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So she continued to say, I realize that as I've gotten a little older, I'd like her to make more appearances. I'm like, it's usually the opposite for the rest of us. It's like, yeah. You know, hide that side. Hide Lola's that side. long retired for me. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, Lola. <laughs> so, yeah, she's 240 million followers and like a, a lot of them were just That's so disingenuous. Come on. Mm-hmm. But so many people had said she missed a massive opportunity to bring out a non-alcoholic cocktail. Yeah. That would have made more sense. <sighs> she like... She needed you on the team, right? I know she works hard, Jeepers. She just certainly works hard. Like, but she should be bringing out products that make sense for mm-hmm. her brand. Because in this day and age, people can just see through it when you're being fake, disingenuous. Yeah. So it's just with regard to what she is creating. Because as you had mentioned, the herbal wines last week, mm-hmm. I was like, we should all go go with them rather than JLo stuff. So she said something that you could just pour over ice. Right out of the bottle, ready to enjoy with some of my favorite flavors and natural botanicals like elderflower, berries, hibiscus, or whatever you call it, orange, and of course, passion fruit. Delola is gluten free, full flavored spritz, premium spirit based mixology level cocktail. Like, that's a mouthful. Mm, <laughs> it doesn't roll off the tongue. Pardon the pun. Um, with about the same alcohol content as a glass of wine. It's a first of its kind, ready to enjoy cocktail that's bubbly and yummy. It took a couple of years, but here it is first for your eyes on the J-Lo. Oh, give over. I know. Let's stick with the Ulster Mead Company. Yeah. Herbal Wines. Ulster Mead Co. Yeah. So. Sorry, J-Lo. Go Ulster Mead Co. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I just found that it very interesting. It does sound nice though, but still, no. 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 <laughs> Ulster Mead Co. free. But no, no, no. <laughs> so I found that quite funny. Mm. Not funny, haha, funny, peculiar. And mm. um, the other thing that I noticed while surfing the World Wide Web was Coco Mademoiselle. I thought you were going to say Coco Melon. And I was like, <laughs> what? Coco Melon. <laughs> it's banned in this house. Coco Mademoiselle have released a light new version for spring. Did you realize you can get hair perfumes? No. 
Neither did I. But I do spray my perfume on my hair. Well, apparently you're not meant to. Oh, like I spray my perfume on my hair. I mm. spray it on my hair more so than my skin. Yeah. I don't actually spray it on my skin. No, I'd be afraid I'd break out if I did. I hear you barking. Mm. But the hair perfume perfume <laughs> <laughs> is 65 euro. But it's a lighter fragrance than the actual perfume. And it contains like ingredients that hydrate your hair oh. and condition it. You've piqued my interest. I know. I thought it was interesting. Especially I've if it's never developed for that purpose. It's yes. a bit more appealing. That's what it says. Coco Mademoiselle hair perfume. 65 euro. It's notiony, but yeah. I like it. <laughs> Hydrates and conditions the strands. Adds shine and tames frizz. Oh, jeez. I just I... didn't realize hair perfume was a thing. Yeah. I'm interested. Just thought I'd mention it. I think I'll still continue to spray my perfume <laughs> they on my do hair. Like, uh, what do you call uh, Charlie uh, Red? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like, no, that I was gonna, you know, that Joe Malone ripoff. What do you call Jenny Glow hair perfume? I'll try that first. Are we not boycotting Jennifer Lopez now? <laughs> oh, but Jenny Glow. That's nothing to do with her, though. Huh? Jenny Glow. Oh my God! Is it? <laughs> I've just had a realization. I just thought that was Jennifer Lopez's perfume. <laughs> Maybe it is. I don't think so, though. I just thought it was like a generic Joe but Malone Jenny ripoff. Glow. That makes more sense than the herbal, mm. or than the. Well, she probably has cocktail. about ten billion perfumes. Jenny Glow. Let's be honest. Well, that is news to me if that's not Jennifer Lopez. Okay, well, maybe we should fact check that I'll one. I'll fact check it here if you want to yeah. batter on with your... Okay, my World Wide Web. Um, I found a story which I thought was quite amusing. It's not even a story, more so than just an image that I saw. Um, so it was in Hull in the UK that a cafe hosts a bottomless crisp party. Right? Ooh. So, the best 90 minutes of your life, bread, butter, and sauces included for bodies, £12.95, and it's held every other Friday. <laughs> and you can have walkers, quavers, knickknacks, hula hoops, discos, uh, wheat crunchies, skips, loads of like retro crisps, wow. and bodies, unlimited for 90 minutes. And then in the comments, someone was like, bottomless crisp party. They really missed an opportunity here. They should have called it bottomless crunch. <laughs> <laughs> and I liked the comment. <laughs> but, that is but, actually brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, if I walked past that window and saw that, I would love. I don't even I'm like crisp. I would just want the crisps. I don't even need the but, butter. But. I have never put another crisp in a sandwich other than tato cheese and onion. I didn't even know that was a possibility. <laughs> you hope, you've opened up a world of imagination. <laughs> uh, what other crisp would be nice in a sandwich? I don't know. Like, I wouldn't have Darren gone doesn't like crisp buddies. He's making a face. Crisp buddies? Tato. He's putting his thumb down vigorously. <laughs> <laughs> this man is not happy. Darren, I thought you would have had a crisp buddy. But it has to be like fresh white bread, real butter, tato crisps. Or... King's crisps. Yeah. Red flag number one. Darren doesn't like butter on sandwiches. Does he like butter? On toast. I love butter. On toast. Toast <laughs> and spuds like. But he wouldn't like it on a sandwich. And Darren's not fussy but that's just one of his few wee things. 
is this because you're afraid the butter be too hard and it'll tear your bread? <laughs> Adar, take the mic. Take Trisha's mic because he still doesn't have his own. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so I prefer mayonnaise on sandwiches and I don't see the reason why you would mix butter and mayonnaise. Oh, I know. That's no, disgusting. When I used to work in a deli, and trust me, every other person does that. And if the listeners are wondering why I'm being very quiet tonight, it's because I've received a few messages from people saying it's really annoying when they can barely hear me in the background. So I'm going to shut up until I actually do get a mic. Oh, right. That's why you're being quiet. Now give me back this mic. <laughs> I thought you were in bad humor. I thought you were thick with us. <laughs> Okay, well, the, the listeners ha, hath spoken, Darren, so... Indeed they have. And thank you for clarifying your Chris Buddy situation. Um, and the other World Wide Web that I was reading about today is the time 100 Most Influential People came out today. Oh. Uh, Did you rank? It doesn't really rank, or if it does, I've been reading it wrong. But it's really enjoyable to read because every person, it's like, there's categories. Oh. I was only reading artists because that was mostly like actors and musicians. Um, and it's another celebrity will write their bio. So say, for example, Pedro Pascal is obviously one of ba- the ba- time 100 <laughs> most influential people, daddy. <laughs> and Sarah Paulson, you know, the actor from like, American Horror Story. Yes, his BFF. Yeah, they're best friends. And she wrote his and it was very funny. And Colin Farrell made the list this year. Did Brendan Gleeson write it? No, actually oh. Nicole Kidman did. That so doesn't make sense. They're starring in a movie together, I think, at the moment. Or they're filming together. But mm. her piece she wrote about Colin Farrell was lovely. It's well worth a read. Um, who else? So um, Jennifer Coolidge made the list. Aubrey Plaza. Um, yeah, like a lot of the people that we mention quite frequently this year made it. I like the way it's not ranked. It's in just categories. Yeah, because if it, if it is ranked, it wasn't immediately apparent when on You did not the notice the numbers. No, so maybe when you <laughs> buy the magazine it is. But I don't think it would be ranked, especially when it's categorized. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was good to like see that. Pedro and Colin on the list. And Aubrey, a few of our faves. <laughs> uh, so that's all my... Worldwide webbing. So, recommendations. I would mentioned to you last week. I never give beauty recommendations. No, and we used to. We used to. Well, I'm, I'm going straight back in there. <laughs> so, lash glue. I was putting on lashes last week when we were going to the quiz. Oh, yes. But I got the duo lash glue. The Linet Lashes. Mm-hmm. So, it's like a liquid eyeliner. Mm-hmm. But it also doubles up as a glue. So I found it brilliant. Oh, you did? But the reason I found it brilliant was I was putting on like the Penny's individual lashes Mm -hmm. and I still dipped the lashes in a little bit of glue. Mm -hmm. As well as. As well as. But I found it great. Like I I always get that. And did did it make your eyes itchy or anything? No. And I will be very sensitive to the duo glue. Mm, I'm going to get that then. There's... And the eyeliner is brilliant. Now, I've seen a lot of reviews, then I was reading reviews online, where people did not rate it as a glue. Mm -hmm. But the eyeliner itself is brilliant. It has good staying powder. Powder. Power. Um, Oh, that's good, because I'm quite fussy with my liquid eyeliner Mm -hmm. as well. Um, Like, weirdly, 
just Rimmel is the one I find that doesn't transfer and that stays on the longest, but mine is nearly finished. Well, so I might get that for nights out. Yeah, I loved the lash glue now. But as I say, I used a little bit of extra dual glue with the lashes. Yeah. I think it was you saying about the little individual lashes you get in pennies. And yeah. I would never do this, but I put on lashes for last Sunday night. And they don't like I kept them on all day, bank holiday Monday as well. Yeah, sometimes because they hadn't you can get budged. away with that. Yeah, literally hadn't budged, and the amount of compliments I got on them. Yeah, because because uh, I think a good few episodes ago I recommended the Falscara, which is kind of those wispy individual lashes. Yeah. Um, but they're like eight ninety nine a pop for a packet, whereas the pennies individual, mm-hmm. the new pennies individual lashes that we both were wearing the last night we went out and that you wore again. Yeah, they're, oh, they're two euro for a packet, like. Jesus, That's... I got mine for one fifty. Oh, did you? Oh, Where do you one? shop? <laughs> Actually, I got mine in Balna, Pennies in Balna. Oh, really? Well, they're two euro in Letter Kenny, anyway. My God. Maybe it was... No, they were the same ones, but they're a great value. I got but long no. ones and then I got short ones. I got short and medium. Okay. But, okay. so the duo lash liner, or what's it? It's called Line It. Line Lash It. Lash it. No, it was ten fifty. So it'll probably be 11 euro unless you're going (laughs) to. Yes. (laughs) And the other recommendation then that I had was, have you ever had a white cream egg? No. Well, I had one there only this evening for the first time. And I used to love, remember Dream Bears? Yeah. Which came out in 2002. Mm. I loved Dream Bears and then they were discontinued. But when I ate the white cream egg, I felt like I was eating a dream bear. Oh, nostalgic. And maybe I'm only like putting two and two together because they're both Cadbury and it's white chocolate, but it was lovely. Mm. I love white chocolate. I love white chocolate too. Mm. Well, I'd highly recommend a white cream egg. I don't like cream eggs though. Uh, just so eat I around eat it. How do you eat yours? Because I... Darren loves cream eggs. Don't well, Darren can eat the middle and you can eat the outside of it. Love's a strong word. <laughs> oh, sorry, Darren, you're not allowed to talk. <laughs> uh, well, you can talk into Patricia's mic if you want. Go on. So the listeners don't get thick. Maybe this is more annoying. Uh, I like all chocolate. <laughs> oh, yes. I don't like cricket. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, yes, we love chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and dream bears just to go back to dream bears yes. you can buy them on a website Sansa and they come from Australia oh. but it's Australian chocolate which I would be very weary of yeah <laughs> <laughs> that old Aussie chocolate I just wouldn't be you know like it's like when you go to America and the chocolate's a bit funky yeah it's not the same it I can't say I've ever same. had Australian chocolate but I no. just don't trust it's it it's hard to veer away from the Irish dairy products mm. Once you're used to them. No offense. Mm. Everyone else. Um, my recommendations are well, one is kind of yours. Oh, go on. <laughs> so you're you're you copying me. Your na- yes. <laughs> your neighbor Latte Love, isn't that the right name? Yes. Latte Love, Port Salon. Ladida. <laughs> uh, we went there last weekend before we visited your new house um and darren before darren threw himself into the sea for a swim on such a cold day where there was frost in the morning but anyway (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and we went for a coffee and a toasty 
and it was divine. And I would recommend if anyone wanted to go over to Port Salon because it's beautiful over there, then that's such a nice place to stop. Mm. Uh, is it Elaine? Elaine, Elaine yeah. Heritage? Yeah. Uh, is also lovely. And it's such a cute van and I just I would highly recommend. Yeah, I love the Nando's toasty. Nando's Pyrenees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm. oh, right. oh, sorry, Darren was just <laughs> in the mic. Um, I had gotten a kind of a DIY one or a bespoke one because it was Good Friday. A bespoke <laughs> to, oh my, that's the peak notiony thing you've ever said. Well, it was a bespoke just toasty. custom like, yeah. Because it was Good Friday. I wanted ham and Bespoke cheese. Bespoke toast. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've heard angles, but that's an angle. Yeah. Well, anyway, it was tasty. <laughs> to be fair, I, if I seen a sign for Bespoke Toasties, <laughs> I, I actually probably would go in. <laughs> mm, bespoke. We're all notiony. <laughs> and I wouldn't mind all toasties really are kind of bespoke, aren't they? If you modify them. Yourself, or you just mean that they're all just unique? in general, they're all <laughs> unique, like yeah, yeah, they're. <laughs> um, no, toasty. My other just recommendation then from our Easter excursions well, is Eragle Pet Zoo in Gidor. You saw a kangaroo, didn't you? I saw a kangaroo. Saw every animal really you could see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Did you see a giraffe? Slight Did you see? A, <laughs> Did you see a tower of giraffes? <laughs> <laughs> a pharaoh mm. of pigs <laughs> no no one both kinds a but flamboyance of flamingos oh there were ostriches they're damn freaky aren't they, <laughs> they um but no it's over i would love to see an ostrich ache. you probably would if you went there so it's up behind Eragle or sorry on kirch you hotel them can't you ostrich eggs i'm sure yeah. you can eat any egg um well. sorry i'm so distracted <laughs> <laughs> sorry Are you go hungry? on <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so it's over behind on kirch and we went along with darren's family and clara and our nephew dara they loved it what i liked about it too was that there's loads of scope so there's like it's like a huge area for walking you're kind of walking up the side of a hill and there's loads of picnic benches and wee playground type areas oh, everywhere yeah. it's not like everything's just crammed in um, and there's like this stunning view of Aragal the entire time that you're walking around oh. and then really nice wee facilities like there's a small place with a bit of soft play and that for indoor as well and like sand and loads of animals and little Is like it more suitable park things for younger kids well like yeah i would say so like the little play areas are more suitable for i would say um, <laughs> under six but because no there's adults no <laughs> well like yeah i loved it myself um clara i think had a good time but uh like i thought it was just good because if you were bringing any young kids anywhere it would be nice because the fact that there's just lots to see and you can have a good walk it's not like you're just standing there like in front of a bouncy castle bored out of your mind so it's Eragle Petsu behind and Kirch in um, Gidor in Donegal very good yes. so have you any trivia or have anything you? to fin- finish us off there yeah, I have a wee bit of trivia go on and it relates back take to take it home <laughs> <laughs> uh, you probably already know it but let's see 
uh, it relates back to what we were talking about earlier. So did you know that flavored crisps were invented in Ireland? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Because I fact-checked it then. I was like, what? That could not By be. By Joe Murphy, the creator of Tato. So spotting a niche in the market, Joe Murphy set up his own crisp factory. He has been credited with inventing the first ever cheese and onion flavored crisps. And he also created prawn cocktail, like all the big flavors he created. I swear, like I checked, was it Walker's or anything? And it was Tato. The brand name Tato has now become synonymous with crisps across Ireland. And it was Joe Murphy who created cheese and onion and other like of the main flavors of crisps. I'm actually flabbergasted. Yeah. So like people can do further research in case I'm wrong, but I did verify it from a few sources today because I was just hungry and I read about that bottomless crisp party and I was dying for a bag of crisps. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What's your favorite bag of crisps? Oh, (laughs) Kyo's. Crinkle cut cheese and onion, a big mm-hmm. share bag. They are divine. Yeah, crinkle cut kios are good. Oh my god. Aren't they darn darn saying I oh I <laughs> I'm trying to think the ones that I love are the O'Donnell's Ballymaloo Relish. Oh and yeah, cheddar cheese, isn't it? Yeah. They're in a black packet. Yeah. They I'm are not tasty. A big relish gal, but yeah. They are still nice. But I love all crisps equally. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah. I do I do like crisps, yeah. There's none you don't like. Um No. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> well, on that note, we're off to hull to <laughs> bottomless crunch. <laughs> bottomless crunch. Fantastic. Um, okay, well thank you again to our kind of fortnightly sponsor, Han Clothing. And we shall chat to you all next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.